We will wait. <laughs> Absolutely. That's okay. Uh, just for, for those of you who have not been to a, a, a Lutheran celebration of life funeral, it's responsive, which means it's not all me talking. I say some things and you say some things back. Um, you got a bulletin, it's all in black and bolted in black. And it also will be on the screen, uh, too. And so, um, if you don't, all you do is you get me. It's much better we get everybody. I welcome you on behalf of the family, and, and Pat and her grandsons are going to share some thoughts with, you, with uh, everyone before we actually begin the service for you. So when you're ready, um, you know where to go. So he went to a friend of his that worked at a service station and asked if he could park the car 
at the station and put a for sale sign on it to help get it sold. His friend told him my dad, his friend told my dad, sure, on the condition that you go out on a double date with him and his girlfriend and her friend, and that girl was named Audrey Mellick. My dad said, blind date? No way. Um, his friend said, okay, but if you want to leave the car here, you have to agree to go on the date. Well, he went on that date, and it was love at first sight for both of them. They had many dates after that, and my mom would laugh and say that because my dad had a full-time job, they never got to see each other in the daylight until the day they got married. And she said, thank goodness they still look good to each other after that. So... Um, my dad had already been in the Army and re-enlisted in the Air Force after they got married, and she followed him to places where she otherwise never would have wanted to live. They started their family and had two daughters, myself and their oldest daughter, Kathy. My dad got stationed at Travis Air Force Base in Fairfield, and that's where they lived from 1954 to 1997. They had a continuous membership with Trinity Lutheran Stark, Trinity Lutheran Church, starting in 1954 in Fairfield, and their membership continued at this Trinity Lutheran Church all the way to the end of their years. Mom had many interests and accomplishments in her lifetime. I wish I had all day to expound on them, but I know I can't. So I'll go down and list and comment here and there. She worked for Bank of America for 25 years as teller in 1957 and retired as loan officer in 1984. She went from full-time bank employee to stay-at-home grandmother. She has two very much-loved grandsons, Nicholas and Patrick. She enjoyed them and had fun with them. And she has four great-grandsons and one great-granddaughter, Paul, Andrew, Tyler, Isaac, and Kaya. I sure, I, I'm sure I got my work ethic from her. She just never got sick or missed a day of work. I remember she always looked beautiful every day she walked out the door. I was proud of her. Uh, she played the piano and the organ. She was a great seamstress. She sewed most of my clothes all the way through high school, and those dresses were some of my favorite ones. She made my wedding dress. And she made all her square dance dresses. She made quilts at the church. She did needlepoint. She did several needlepoint portraits. One won a blue ribbon at the California State Fair in 1977. And she crocheted many beautiful things. She painted. And I don't mean pictures. She painted the house. Always painting. Inside, outside, this color, that color. I think she could have painted a rainbow in the sky. I remember one afternoon when I was about 16 years old. I was coming home from somewhere, and I saw Mom sitting on the roof, and it was a two-story house. When I got close enough to talk to her, I asked her, what are you doing on the roof? And she said, I was painting, and the ladder fell, and I've been trapped up here for hours, waiting for somebody to come put the ladder back. I'm thinking, okay, great. So now she's painting the shingles on the roof. She said, please put the ladder back for me. And I said, okay, so what do I get out of this if I put it back? And she gave me that look. So I said, okay, I guess I'll put it back for you. Later, she said she was painting around a window that was up there, but I still think she was painting the shingles. Um, when my kids were little, I found a children's book called Stop Those Painters. And it reminded me so much of my mom. Not too long ago, Nick found a copy of that book, and we put a copy of that in the fellowship hall, uh, along with a picture of her painting, if you'd like to see it. Um, she kept a beautiful house, always clean. She wanted a house she could always be proud of. It wasn't that way when she was growing up. She worked a full-time job but always had dinner on the table and everyone front and center for meals at the kitchen table. They had a prolific social life. They made many, many friends over the years. They were always members of one dance club or another. They were accomplished square dancers. 
and they were water, they were accomplished water skiers. They were co-founders of their water ski club. When they got their first boat, only the men were water skiing and the wives were just along for the boat ride. Not my mom. If my dad was going to do it, she was going to do it. And after her, all the wives joined in and then the kids as well. There's a lot of you that know that. Uh, mom couldn't swim. She couldn't swim when she started learning to ski, but she sure could by the time she took her first successful ride behind the boat. She was brave. I have many of the most wonderful memories of those water skiing days, and so do my friends. Um, they had opportunities to travel and enjoy their hard-earned vacations. Hawaii, Tahiti, Washington, D.C., Puerto Vallarta, to name a few. She loved watching bull riding competitions and championships. I took her to one of the comp uh, competition shows in Sacramento about six years ago. And after the show, she was excited to get right in line to get autographs. She loved watching sports, football, baseball, and especially basketball. She loved the Golden State Warriors. Mom was brave. She carried on after she lost the love of her, the love of her life, um, her mate of 62 years. A few years after Dad passed away, she was in a very bad traffic accident. She was hospitalized for a full year, and she suffered a lot of very bad pain and discomforts, which never left her from that time on. But she was a survivor. She fought through all her trials and tribulations with dignity and perseverance. She bravely suffered injustice in dignified silence. Dad spoiled her and loved her dearly, but Dad was head of household, and she trusted and followed his lead. He would have been proud of her perseverance and being able to find her own life in his absence. More than anything, she was a dedicated and loving wife of a decorated military serviceman who served in the Army and the Air Force as a flight engineer. He served in the Korean War and World War II. He earned several military honors, um, the Purple Heart Award and the Bronze Door Awards. She was my dad's sidekick, and he was hers. They were inseparable. When he passed away in 2008, she went on and weathered the storms without him. And today they lay at rest together, sharing the same grave space at the Veterans Memorial Cemetery together again. One of my prayers is that I can manage to do justice to and take care of all those things she held dear. Her family, her friends, her assets. May God bless you, Mom. I, you, I love you very much, and I will miss you more than worse. Thank you very much, Mom, for that. Hi, everybody. Good morning. My name is Nick Strait. I uh, am Audrey's grandson. Um, I want to start out by saying I recognize a lot of people here today, and I want you all to know that I love you very much. I see a lot of people here that I don't recognize, but I want you to know that I love you very much, too. Thank you for being here today. I want to share something with you uh, as briefly as I can. Um, uh, my, my wife, Davina, and I had the supreme honor of caring for my, uh, my grandmother, Audrey, in her, in, her last, uh, in her last few months of life. Um, it was a very, uh, like I said, an, an honor to be able to be there for her, but it was uh, it was very hard to um, very hard to watch uh, that rapid decline. But she, until that last until that last moment, I saw her. Uh, she 
He was just so full of love, always, constantly. Um, so after uh, Grandma passed, um, my wife, uh, my wife Davina and I, we've been we've been going through uh, a lot of Grandma's stuff at her house, and we we stumbled upon a box of uh, in my uh, my grandfather's desk. Um, we stumbled upon a box of his writings. He was actually a uh, prolific. He was a prolific writer that never let anybody see what he wrote. Yeah. And I, I just think that's uh, that's kind of strange. They they were both very talented people, Grandma and Grandpa both. And they they both made such an impression on me with their. Grandma, with her, her passion for music, I, I, I don't know how many of you know, she was an amazing musician, uh, just extremely talented piano player. And she just loved, she loved music. And like I said, Grandpa was a wordsmith. He always had his nose in a book, and he was always writing on a notepad or typing away at his computer. Um, but again, you know, we, we never got to see that stuff that, that he wrote. And... Uh, I am, but by trade, I'm, I'm a musician, I'm a singer, I'm a songwriter, and I got my passion for that from the combination of those, these two lovely people. Um, so, as I was saying, Grandma, Grandma loved music, she was a musician, but she wasn't a writer, and Grandpa was a writer, he wasn't a musician. But I found something in his writing that I, I don't know if he ever even I don't know if he ever even showed it to Grandma. But it was it was written in, in his own hand. I I think I think he was trying to write her a love song. And I don't again I don't know if he ever shared it with her. He certainly didn't share it with any of us, but um, um, I would like to read it uh, so that you guys can hear it, and I would like to read it for for Grandma. If it's not been read out loud to her before, I would like to read it to her now. It's called <laughs> For Audrey from Bill. Remember when we were young in years, with spring in step, and no time for tears. We've come a long, long way. And as I look into your eyes today, I hear a love song you're singing just to me. I hear a love song you're singing just to me. Now I know that when we were young in years, that song was being sung, but I had not the ears. To hear it for the things in life that got in the way. Now when I look into your eyes today, I hear that love song being sung to me. I hear that love song being sung to me. When I was young, I noticed not the passing years. And going down the road with you, I had no fears. You were with me all along the long, long way. But now I look into your eyes today and hear that sweet old love song being sung just to me. Thank you, Grandma, for bringing your song of love into all of our lives. We love you and we will miss you forever. Hello, I'm uh, Patrick, Audrey's other grandson. Um, my wife and children really wanted to be here today, but unfortunately they weren't able to. But um, they did want to make sure that I said hi to everybody for them. And they miss everybody that they know and wish that they could have been here to meet everybody else. Um, 
wish that I could have had more time with my grandma. Um, life took a weird path and ended up getting separated and didn't get to spend as much time as I had wanted to, but the time that I did get with her was magical. Um, a lot of really good memories. She was one of the best caregivers when my brother and I were children. And she was watching after us. I remember one time I got stung. First time I got stung by a bee. She was right there to take care of it and assure me that everything was going to be fine. So I must have been four, maybe at the time of three, and I was terrified, but she made it all better. Um, one of the best things that she has ever given me was just how loving and caring she was to my own family. Um, I have I have five children, four boys and a girl. Um, started that little family about seven years ago, and from day one, she just accepted my wife and my children and loved them as her own. And to me, I think that that's one of her greatest accomplishments was being a great grandmother because, man, she was good at it. Uh, we talked to her just about every single day on FaceTime or the phone. She would call and she'd help my kids with their schoolwork. And she was just always there. She loved them. She loved talking to them. And that's, that's the greatest thing that ever came out of her for me was just how loving she was of all of them. And I'll always remember her for that. Everything that she did for me and my brother. She was an amazing woman, and there's not much more that I can say about her that you haven't heard already. But she'll, she'll be greatly missed by many, many, many people. And thank you all for being here for her. How do you follow that? <laughs> It's uh, some of the things you shared I already knew, and much of what you shared I did not know. And uh, it, it, it helps to fill in some blanks. I need to throw my sermon out away now and start all over again. We'll see where that one goes. Not for that. But uh, um, if you all have a, would open the, the bulletin with you, we'll begin. The grace and peace to you from God our Father and our Lord Jesus Christ. There's a time for everything. time to be born and a time to die. Do you not know that all of us who were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? If we have been united with him like this in his death, we will certainly also be united with him in his resurrection. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. The God of grace and glory, we remember today our sister Audrey. We thank you for giving her to us to know and to love as a companion in our pilgrimage on earth. In death, our physical beauty is gone. For dust we are, and we return to dust. Turn our focus to you and your word, that we may rejoice in your love for us in Christ. Remind us that you are the beautiful Savior, and by grace allow us all to reflect your glory in eternity. In your boundless compassion, console us as we mourn. Give us your aid that we may see in death the gate of eternity to eternal life, that we may continue our course on earth in confidence until by your call we are reunited with those who have gone before us. We pray through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord.
And now Audrey is a, is a saint, which means she's a holy one with God in heaven. So we're going to sing four verses of, for all the saints. First nine verses of Psalm 112, responsibly. Praise the Lord. Blessed is the man who fears the Lord, who greatly delights in his commandments. Wealth and riches are in his house, and his righteousness endures forever. It is well with the man who deals generously and lends, who conducts his affairs with justice. He is not afraid of bad news. His heart is firm, trusting in the Lord. He has distributed freely. He has given to the poor. His righteousness endures forever. His horn is exalted in honor. Our Old Testament reading comes from the book of Isaiah, the 61st chapter. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me, because the Lord has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and the opening of the prison to those who are bound, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and the day of vengeance of our God 
to comfort all who mourn, to grant to those who mourn in Zion, to give them a beautiful headdress instead of ashes, the oil of gladness instead of mourning, a garment of praise instead of a faint spirit, that they may be called oaks of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he may be glorified. I will greatly rejoice in the Lord. My soul shall exult in my God, for he has clothed me with the garments of salvation. He has covered me with the robe of righteousness. As a bridegroom decks himself like a priest with a beautiful headdress, and as a bride adorns herself with her jewels. This is the word of the Lord. We read Psalm 23 responsibly. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not be in want. He restores my soul. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Surely goodness and love and I will dwell. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. Read from the book of Revelation, the 19th chapter, beginning at verse 4. And the 24 elders and the four living creatures fell down and worshipped God, who was seated on the throne, saying, Amen, Hallelujah. And from the throne came a voice saying, Praise our God, all you his servants, you who fear him, small and great. Then I heard what seemed to be the voice of a great multitude, like the roar of many waters, and like the sound of mighty pearls of thunder, crying out, Hallelujah, for the Lord our God, the Almighty reigns. Let us rejoice and exult, and give him the glory, for the marriage of the Lamb has come, and his bride has made herself ready. It was granted her to clothe herself with fine linen, bright and pure. For the fine linen is the righteous deeds of the saints. And the angel said to me, Write this, Blessed are those who are invited to the marriage supper of the Lamb. And he said to me, These are the true words of God. This is the word of, Lord, of the Lord. Would you rise for the reading of the Gospel? We read from St. John, the 14th chapter. Let not your hearts be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. In my Father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, would I, would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and will take you to myself, that where I am, you may be also. And you know the way to where I am going. Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going. How can we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. This is the gospel of the Lord. And together we profess the faith that Audrey confessed in, in the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. Please be seated as we sing the King of Love, My Shepherd Is.
we come together today to share in uh, some wonderful stories um, about Audrey to celebrate her life, to celebrate where she is now. But at the same time, it is a time um, to mourn because Audrey physically is not with us here today. He probably is here in spirit and Probably three of you probably got tears to her eyes if she would have been sitting here as you shared your love, without a doubt. Uh, for me, uh, my memories of Audrey will always be that last pew where she sat in front of the sound booth, normally with Barbara, who would bring her here to church uh, faithfully. And uh, I'd catch her before I walked in and we'd small chat, small talk. And then I'd come bring communion down to her in the pew, and she'd, I would always remember as I got to, to Audrey, because she was usually one of the last ones, because she sat in the back. She's a good Lutheran. Uh, for those of you who know the Lutheran faith. And uh, she would always greet me with a smile. And it was a smile that um, I will never forget. Um, and usually in our conversations, it was mostly small talk, but the the sharing in the body and blood of Christ with her was, was always a blessing for her, maybe even more for me, as, uh, as I saw the, the, the glow as she received the bread and received the, the wine. But it's been, I think, for the family, for the last um, couple months, the last few months of, of Audrey's life especially, and, and as Nick shared those final, final weeks, and, and those are difficult. Those are difficult to be there as we see um, the life of someone we love begin to disappear. And, uh, and, and we know that uh, that time will come. But that wasn't all that was going on at that time. Also in that time, Patricia's sister, the boys' aunt, Audrey's daughter, had a stroke and uh, never really recovered from that. And to make matters that could be, be worse, then again, maybe not. But on the day that, that she was put to rest and you're attending her funeral, is the day that Audrey said goodbye to this world. And um, I, I can imagine the pain that you all felt because you weren't there. When my father passed away, I was in Texas, and I didn't get the phone call. He was in the hospital for a day. He was supposed to come out the next day. The next day, I got the phone call that he wasn't coming out, that he had passed away. There was nothing I could do about it. And, but I knew the pain of not being there, and I, can't, I can imagine this, the same pain that you felt not to... Not to be there, not to give one the last hug, um, or maybe even to catch one glimpse of a, of, of a smile um, before Audrey passed away. Um, but we come to today, and we, we look back at her life and, and all the amazing things. Um, like Audrey, um, I spent about 10 years at Bank of America, got me through college, um, loved the thinking so much that I decided not to go into the degree I had, which was, which was government and political science, and I stayed in banking for, for about 20 years. And then God moves people sometimes. I ended up becoming a pastor at that point in time, which gives me the honor of ministering to your mother, your grandmother, your friends, your friends, stuff. Um, and, and I would be pretty certain that today, if Audrey was sitting here, she would say what Jesus says, do not let your hearts be troubled. I love you all, and as much as I love being with, with you all, I'm in a great place. There is no pain. There is no hurt. There is no tears. There is just joy being with her Lord. Um, and uh, she would probably say, and this might be hard to believe, but uh, 
as much as she enjoyed baseball and cheering, football, and the Golden State Warriors, which you'll be celebrating today still as they're in the playoffs still, um, it's better in heaven, cheering with God. And, uh, but, we keep, but we keep the memories of her earthly joys, too. Um, I can't imagine somebody taking up water, water skiing and not knowing how to swim at that time. But, uh, I'm thinking that's who Audrey was as she went through Christ, went through, through life on here. Um, and, and, and I'm sure that if she was here today, she would want you also to remember these words. You know the way to the place where I am going. I am the way, and I am the truth, and I am the life. Those are Jesus' words that he spoke to Audrey. Those are Jesus' words that he spoke to every single one of you here. And Audrey, I think, would remind you, um, as she trusted the cross of Christ and the resurrection of Christ, um, for the better part, if not all of her life, and uh, that's for a long, long time. And, uh, and she would want all of you to do the same. She'd want, for sure, any family members who may have strayed to come back to Christ. And she would pass that baton on to all of you to go share that message from, from Audrey. As, as, as she sat in the back of the church, um, she would smile. She would frown. She didn't like the sermon. There's <laughs> a little frown there. And uh, I don't know, maybe her and Barbara would talk about my sermon in the middle of the sermon, saying, what is he talking about today? Or maybe the other way, when she had a smile on her face in the middle of the sermon, I said, oh, good, she got the gospel. And she heard it, heard it, and stuff, and, and things. But that's like all of us, and she would, and, and I'm sure that she would mind, I'll remind each and every one of us here and those who could not be here to, today that just keep, keep listening to God's promises for us. Because those are the promises that she has and has been fulfilled for her. And she would want you, when you leave this place today, to leave with confidence, firmly established on the one who is the way, the truth, and the life. It's a privilege for me to be able to share just those very few words, a lot shorter than I normally share. One sitting over there saying, yep. And they're smiling and happy. Um, but again, um, it, was, it was a blessing for me to minister to her, to your mom, to your grandmother, to your friend. And, uh, and hopefully she felt the same um, as I shared with her. Uh, let us pray. You may stay seated or rise, whatever you prefer. Almighty God, you have knit your chosen people together into one communion in the mystical body of your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Give to your whole church in heaven and on earth your light and peace, Lord, in your mercy. Grant that all who have been baptized into Christ's death and resurrection may die to sin and rise to newness of life, and so pass with him through the gate of death and the grave to our joyful resurrection. Lord, in your mercy, grant that all who have been nourished by the holy body and blood of your Son, Jesus, may be raised to immortality and incorruption, to be seated with him at your heavenly banquet. Lord, in your mercy, give to the family of Audrey and all who mourn comfort in their grief, and assure confidence in your loving care, that casting all their sorrows on you, they may know the consolation of your love. Lord, in your mercy, give courage and faith to the bereaved, that within the communion of your church, they may have strength to meet the days ahead in the assurance of a holy and certain hope, and in the joyful expectation of eternal life with those they love who have departed in the faith. Lord, in, in your mercy. Help us, we pray, in the midst of things we cannot understand, to believe and find comfort in the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Lord, in your mercy. 
Receive our thanks for Audrey and for all the blessings you bestowed on her in this earthly life. Bring us at last to our heavenly home, that with her we may see you face to face in the joys of paradise. Lord, in your mercy. O God of all grace, you sent your Son, our Savior Jesus Christ, to bring life and immortality to light. We give you thanks that by his death he destroyed the power of death, and by his resurrection you opened the kingdom of heaven to all believers. Strengthen us in the confidence that because he lives, we shall live also, and that neither death nor life nor things present nor things to come will be able to separate us from your love, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Not by our Lord and trusting in his promises, we are bold to pray together, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. I am the resurrection and the life, says the Lord. He who believes in me will live even though he dies. And whoever lives and believes in me will never die. to the Father. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Lord God, our shepherd, you gather the lambs of your flock into the arms of your mercy and bring them home. Comfort us with a certain hope of the resurrection to everlasting life and a joyful reunion with those who love who have died in the faith. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. May God the Father who created Audrey's body, may God the Son who by his blood redeemed her, may God the Holy Spirit who by holy baptism sanctify her body to be his temple, keep her remains till the day of the resurrection of all flesh. Almighty God, by the death of your Son, Jesus Christ, you destroyed death. By his rest in the tomb, you sanctify the graves of your saints. And by his bodily resurrection, you brought life and immortality to light, so that all who die in him abide in peace and hope. Receive our thanks for the victory over death and the grave that he won for us. Keep us in everlasting communion with all who wait for him on earth and with all in heaven who are with him. For he is the resurrection and the life, even Jesus Christ our Lord. We sing with when peace like the river.
the custom here at Trinity and many uh, churches is we like to end with the Easter greeting. Alleluia, Christ is risen. Let us go forth in peace in the name of the Lord. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. We thank you for, for, for joining us today as we shared a little bit of Audrey's life. Um, and uh, now the family is, is, will lead us into the fellowship hall, and then I'll have a chance to have a receiving line next to a table with some pictures and some other things there for you to look at too. And then uh, a meal will be served. So uh, we'll follow you all into uh, the church. Fellowship hall. Thank you.